Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I am your host, Tim Genovese, director at Oz Marketing and uh, intrepid sales noob. I think I've used intrepid twice intrepid. now. Intrepid. Yeah, intrepid. What does that it's mean? Fearless, man. Oh, I got it. Fearless. Intre- he's a fearless sales noob. Fearless noob. sales noob. Hell yeah. Fearless have, and new. I have no fear I'm about so how new I am intrepid. at sales. Any good salesman's been an, an I'm intrepid. I'm going to start that in my introduction now. <laughs> Intrepid, intrepid all over. It's it's it's, it's like a fearless, adventurous. Uh, yeah. The, the problem is, is the word Oliver. It can't be bold. No, Just no, no. Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry. No, you're good with me as usual. Uh, Oliver Young, operations director at the Young Automotive Group. Uh, our new co-host, Brad Taylor, corporate trainer uh, with the Center of Excellence. Brady Taylor. And back again to share some great insight. Rick Bailey, director of fleet sales with the Young Automotive Group. And uh, today I have absolutely no segue. So we are talking about thinking patterns. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think that of one. Couldn't, Couldn't think of one. Couldn't think of a pattern. I think you were stuck. I was in stuck. A negative. Do you know what it is? Thinking pattern. I was stuck in a negative thinking pattern, and this room is filling up with paint fumes. As <laughs> makes speak. it hard to think. We're in this small hard to think. recording room at yeah. the Catalyst Center, and they're just doing a little updates. They're, they're getting some things wrapped up, and so. it's it's a cool. It's it's such a cool place. It's an amazing place. I'm excited for them to have the paint all all. But we might get high. Up, but <laughs> this <laughs> might paint fumes. This might be the funnest episode yet. Uh, so Rick, we're talking about thinking patterns today. Right. So uh, I appreciate the opportunity to be here and uh, be involved in the podcast today. Um, you know, thoughts are powerful and they're powerful to inspire good. And uh, but that's only if we have good thoughts. Um, so, you know, it's important to recognize that our thoughts influence our emotions. And, you know, your thoughts are important. Everybody's thoughts are important. Uh, how you talk about yourself, how you think about things impact how you feel. Your thoughts also play a great role in how you interact with others and perceive the world around you. There's a proverb that says, um, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. There you go. Now we're getting heavy. Oh, yeah. Getting heavy. <laughs> Going so, deep, Rick. So, I love right. it. So, um, you need to know how uh, much power your thoughts have over your emotions. Um, and so, you know, we all have thoughts that are positive, happy, good energy, winning thoughts. But we also deal with those negative, drag you down, fear of failure thoughts. And so um, we often find ourselves, I think, saying, am I good enough? You know, do I, do I belong? Do I deserve this? So That little voice in the back of your head. That little voice. He's there. saying, no, you can't do it. You're not that good. Right. I call him Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't. Oh Am wait a minute! Right? No, no, no. <laughs> no, just but I uh, but no, right. So, it is. It's there's a, this it's in little there. voice that, and if you talk to people and you ask them about, hey, is that does that voice exist in your head too? It's in everybody's <laughs> head. But the problem is, is we think it's only in our own. Yeah, I think that's. I think you're right on that. And uh, you know, we get focusing on those things, and we're focusing on wrong and negative thoughts. And um, those are inaccurate thinking patterns. Can, can I give you one of those that like really opened my eyes? Yeah. I remember, so I was um, selling cars. I was at our Kia dealership. And, and I go back to that so often just because it was my first learning experience. And that's where uh, things really changed though for you mentally. Mentally, right? it completely changed. I remember um, I had a really tough day. You know, I had, I, I, I couldn't get anybody on the phone. I couldn't move anything forward. And I spent five hours 
with this couple that could absolutely buy. I did everything perfect. They really liked me as a person. And then they just left. And I remember being so down in the dumps, being like, I can't close anything. I can't, I'm not a salesman. Look at, listen to all and, those negative words. Oh yeah. And, and it was just like, I will never be a salesperson. Right. And it's like, all that is nonsense. And somebody grabbed me and said, look, you're thinking about this all wrong. The more people you talk to, the more possibilities will open. And you got to see the, those failures as your one step to success. And instead of saying, crap, I didn't get that sell, you got to think, fantastic, I'm one more step away from a sell. And change those thinking patterns instead of being drugged through that negative mud and figure out, oh, no, no, how do I change it so I see it in a positive light rather than a negative. And so that was just one example for me in sales that really... I saw myself in a really negative pattern and I had to pull myself through by just thinking of it differently. And it, and it made a huge difference for me. Right. Huge difference. That inaccurate thinking, it just puts us in a place where uh, we, we, all we can think of is the worst possible outcome. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I think about when I think that is just, you know, we all have these experiences. We all get in that negative place, but sometimes we get stuck in them. So our thoughts are just looping sure. and we're stuck there and we don't even see the inaccurate, you know, pattern or the, the, the bad thoughts, um, but it's crushing us mentally. Well, I've, I've heard, Oliver, I've heard you say this many, many, many times before. I've heard you say um, the perception is the reality, right? And I think when you've, when I've heard you say that in the past, I've heard you basically referring to, you know, someone else's perception of you and what you're doing is their reality, but we can focus that internally too. We can, we can talk about that internally. You can create your own reality, right? By having a negative perception, by having negative connotations of, of your own self and your own skills, your own abilities, and you can, you can create that reality for yourself. And then, you know, it's, it's not any, basically it, it's no longer just, uh, I feel like I'm no good at this. It can it can affect you in a real physical way, and and you start being no you start good at being this. no good at. It. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. It takes us all of those places. Uh, I, I just finished a really good book called uh, Chatter. A person on the Oz Marketing team refer, referred me to that book, and I just finished it. And and it's a it's it's about that negative swirl in your head and how to kind of get out of it, how to pull out of it. Um, and they they brought up some really cool ways, like talking to yourself in a third person so that you're distancing yourself. So when you're faced with a problem, you go, hey, Oliver, you got this, you know, and or. Uh, I like that third person thing. Uh-huh. I like that idea. Talking in a third person or another one is, is time travel. So they said um, when you're looping in that negative thought space that all you have to do or, or put it in context of time. Right. In a year, does this matter? In 10 years, does this matter? In 100 years, does it matter? When you're dead, does it matter? And all of a sudden, your problem goes, oh, wait, this is just, this is just a period of time that I can, I can get through this. You know what I'm saying? So you're distancing in terms of that. But, but the, 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 first, the first and hardest part, I think, what you're going to, Rick, is noticing 
that it's chatter, that there is that negative swirl going on in your head. And that's sometimes the hardest part is to notice that there is chatter. Well, I think so. And so, you know, like you say, I, as we go along here, we'll, we'll talk about those things. How, how, do I, how do I correct these inaccurate patterns? But, but let's, let's kind of define what those, some of those patterns are. So um, I've got several here that um, we'll go over. You guys jump in whenever you want, Brad and, and Tim as well. And, uh, um, you know, if, if something just stirs your, your thoughts here. So the first one, all or nothing. How many times we get into that place where it's always or never? I always say the wrong thing. Yeah, it's uh, the feeling of you succeed or you fail. And that's not always the truth. No, it's really not. So I can't tell you how many times I've said, Rick Bailey is always late. <laughs> <laughs> You've said that before? <laughs> and I shouldn't. Sometimes he's late and sometimes he's not. And sometimes he's really late. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I like that. That, good yeah. <laughs> that is a good one. But, See, and I but, thought Oliver is always in a good mood, having a good day, upbeat and positive. And then occasionally, us, I've been in a meeting where he, he wasn't. Yeah. That, yes. <laughs> and and the key is to is to not use the that I, I think what you're getting at is not use that never or always. It's not a re- it's not truth. Oh, yeah, it, it's it, it, this is this is a stupid example. Uh, I like it. <laughs> by by which I mean it's it's a good example from something stupid. Talladega Nights, the the legend of Ricky Great Lottie. movie. Oh. Fantastic <laughs> movie. But the uh the dad in that is is always saying if you ain't first you're last, right? Yeah. So that's an all or nothing mentality. The reality is no, there's second, there's third, there's fourth, fifth, there's you know, it's it's never all or nothing. It's a spectrum, right? Right. Wait, right. If that Never, all or nothing. <laughs> it's rarely, rarely all or all nothing. nothing. <laughs> well, and, and another one of those uh, thinking patterns is personalizing. So you start blaming yourself, or you know something involves me, and 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 it, it's my fault. And so kind of to to go off of that, Tim, you know, um, if you're doing your best, it's probably not all just you. <laughs> you might be part of the problem, but it's not all, all you. If you've done your best, or if you worked hard, or sure. You know, pushed hard so so another one's mislabeling um this happened so i must not be good enough i'm not i'm not good enough for what i do uh, jumping to conclusions assuming the worst everybody is laughing at me for example or i have certain people that when they call my phone and now that i just said that everybody's going to think that they're this person <laughs> <laughs> but i don't want to answer <laughs> so i do answer my phone sometimes <laughs> but no there are those people you go this guy's going to give it to me right when I answer, and then you, and, and and then most of the time when I answer, you know, it's not. And, it's fine. And yesterday I answered, and the guy's like, "Hey, can I buy your team lunch?" You know, <laughs> and I'm going, "Why was I afraid to answer that phone call?" You well, know, or, now what? that guy is and, really going to know who it is. And and I know I do this, and I've seen a lot of other people do it. Is you turn an ant hill into a mountain, yeah. right? You you you, you horribleize or make things worse in your head. And then you don't face it, and it actually makes it worse. It's absolutely worse. And, and, yeah. and it's, but it's so hard to turn that off in your head. How, Brad, like, how do you do that? How do you turn off it, that t- turning a molehill into a mountain? Well, thinking specifically of the example that Rick gave, when the phone rings and you recognize the phone number or it brings up a specific name and you know of a problem that needs to be handled, uh, what you have to do is recognize this is the opportunity to handle it. And then once I handle it, it's done and we move on. And it's changing your thought process of 
getting through a problem, and that's just it. You're getting well, through it. Yeah, I think these first ones that we're already talking about, you know, blaming or shaming or things like that, we're problem solvers. And when we solve the problems, all these go away, and those bad thoughts and those inaccurate thoughts go away. So there's a few others here. Um, emotional reasoning, you know, you judge a situation just by how you feel. And uh, then overgeneralization, you know, I blew the last sale, so I'm probably going to blow this sale. Or, you know, have any of you ever overgeneralized something and just thought, you know, here we go. Well, I, I agree with that 100%. A lot of times we fall into the trap of this happened before, so it's going to always happen that way. And we don't even allow ourselves to get through it or even sometimes give ourselves an opportunity to start. Yeah, that's another one on, on my list of discounting the positive. We discount it before it even happens. And a lot of us do that and people do that all the time. So magnification, you exaggerate your weakness and start comparing yourself to others. So that, that's an inaccurate way of thinking. We shouldn't think that way. Um, and then there's, you know, those should statements. So I know there's been a lot of times that I should on myself. <laughs> that, that was good, I should on myself. <laughs> so, but uh, it, it happens to all of us. So, you know. I should have. I could have. I Yeah. So I, I think we just get into those bad patterns, you know, yeah. where, you know, n- nobody ever ha- always has a good day. And never say never because it's not true. Right. I uh, I, I read a book last year. um it's called the the happiness trap. I don't know if you guys have heard of this book. Mm-hmm. It's a really good book. It's a fantastic book. Um, but uh, I I have a tendency sometimes to get into negative thinking patterns, um, and it, it can it, just the smallest thing can occasionally wreck my entire day and and send me spiraling. And I think a lot of people have that problem. And one I think the best piece of advice that I got out of that book is to ask yourself when you get into a negative thinking pattern, when you have a negative thought, uh, to ask yourself, is this helpful? You can feel it. You can experience it. You can allow yourself to sit with it for a second, but ask yourself, was that helpful? Yeah. If it was helpful, great. Keep keep at it. If it's not, throw it away. And, and I- experience it, live it for a second, and then get rid of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's healthy to bury your emotions or bury the bury this stuff that says I. I should have, you know, I should have gotten to my daughter's dance thing, right? I, I think it's it, it's 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 okay to feel it and it's okay to see it, but then it, what is it doing to change right. your behavior? Is the important part not how do I dwell in it? Yeah. And, and I feel like sometimes you know we get caught in dwelling in it. Because it allows us to cop out of things. 100%. Yeah, I, I feel terrible, and so I can't do X. All right, right? I, I don't know if you guys experience that same thing, where I'll get upset, and I'll just hold on to it, and I'm doing it because then I can feel like I'm deserving of something different, when the reality is, no, I just need to let it go. <laughs> just apologize, or let it go, or... Don't be upset, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think as sales professionals, sometimes we allow our experience with one customer to carry over to our experience with the next customer. And that's definitely not the right kind of thinking pattern to have. We have to recognize what went well, what went wrong, and then reset, have that blank slate, kind of clear our minds every time we have a new opportunity, but hopefully learn from what went well, what went wrong, 
and move forward. Yeah, and and that was in a previous podcast, uh, the silver bullet. Yes, right. That flipping the coin. Every time you talk to a customer, it's its own coin flip, and the only way to get more heads, more positive coin flips, more flips. You got to go talk to more people. Um, but if you start taking those coins from the past and putting them to weigh you down in the future, you all of a sudden you slow down and you start getting less coins flips and you're going to get less heads. Yeah. Does, does it do you any good to count your losses? Yeah. No. 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 You really got to just break these down, you know, and, and like, you know, magnification, you know, we, we start looking at things saying, you know, you know, comparing ourselves to other people and how we're doing. And at the end of the day, there's always going to be somebody taller, somebody faster, somebody a little crazier, you know, somebody a little happier than you, whatever, a little more intense. And <clears throat> they're also, you know, it's going to be somebody shorter, somebody slower, somebody calmer, <laughs> and somebody, you know, that's uh, that's uh, just not as intense and is more easygoing. So just be the best you. And I think a lot of times just breaking it down to be the best you and give yourself a little kindness, a little, little grace, if you will. And, and, and uh, you know, be more forgiving of, of those faults. And it's, it's really when we go into those fault-finding, fear-finding, failure-finding, blaming and shaming that we get into these bad thinking patterns. And then we all have triggers. And that's, I think we're kind of covering that in the middle here. There are triggers that make us do it every time, like you were saying, Brad. But, you know, from there, just create accurate thinking patterns. And so I really appreciate what you said about, you know, that book, Chatter, and distancing yourself and, does this mean anything in a year? And then what you were just saying, Tim, with, uh, you know, is this helpful? And then you were saying, you know, Oliver, I dwell in this thinking pattern. Like, I'm in this bad place. I do it with my wife so often where I get into a place where I'm just pissed and I'm holding on to it. And I see that I'm holding on to it and I still can't let go of it. You know what I'm saying? And it's until I kind of break out and be like, okay, I need to have a conversation and I need to do something different to break that thought pattern, to move it along. Right. And, and I think the question is, what does tomorrow look like, right? <laughs> am, am I, am, are we still going to be dwelling on this tomorrow? Am I, am I still going to be upset about this tomorrow? Or, or an hour from now, even, you know? Right. Yeah, you could, you can look at it and, you know, is this thought an all or nothing? Is it all good? Yeah. Is it all bad? Is it, you know, win or lose? Is it true or false? You know, we got to ask ourselves those questions and just break it down to that, you know, yeah, is this going to hurt me or is it going to help me? I love it. Uh, uh, Rick, you said that you had a, uh, a, a an action uh, item for this particular plan. Right. So, you know, getting more accurate thinking patterns and thoughts will make us free. I really believe that. And so, you know, just pick an inaccurate thinking pattern that you have uh, that's bringing you down and holding you back. And, uh, and uh, you know, evaluate your thinking, find the error in it. And, and change it. Add some kindness to yourself. And uh, yeah. And can I add one one thinking pattern for me in the last year that has helped a lot that I had to change? It was that of a leader. What do leaders deal with? Problems. problems. <laughs> they deal with the biggest problems. And which is funny because then as leaders, we show up to work and we're like, why are all these problems here? <laughs> Waiting for you, Mr. Leader. Yeah, and 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 but it it wasn't until just this last year that I realized, wait, why am I complaining about problems? I'm the leader. I need to be welcoming the problems. I need to get up and say, which problem am I going to eat today? Right? Instead of saying, you know, complaining about a problem getting to me or whatever, I need to shift my entire thought process and say, no, that's my job. That's what I do. I'm a good problem solver and I'm glad I get the opportunity to solve that problem. 
it, and I have to remind myself on a regular basis, right? Because I'll have a problem come up, and that initial reaction, the initial thought is, ah, crap, why do I have to deal with this? Instead, and, and then I have to shift and go, no, 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 no. I'm glad I get to deal with it because I'm glad I get the opportunity to lead through that. Yeah. And I think on that, you know, uh, gratitude is probably our best tool. Amen. So, you know, that's one of our values. And if you approach all things with gratitude, you'll slow down, you'll recognize the truth in your thoughts, and this will inspire you to think better and to think young. I love it. All right. Well, we're going to fly through these copious notes. We're a little short on time, but we're talking about thinking patterns. Look, thoughts are powerful. Thoughts are important. Thoughts have influence over our emotions. Uh, one great thing that you can do that Oliver brought up, you can you can put distance between yourself and your negative thoughts. Uh, you know, you can talk in the third person, tell your, you know, say, uh, you know, Tim, this is going to be okay. This is not a forever thing. Don't do it at a restaurant. Don't do it by yourself. <laughs> People will think you're weird. It's okay, Ricky. But, but obviously the first step before you do anything is just to recognize those negative thinking patterns. Um, some good examples of those patterns are the all or nothing. Look, rarely is a situation life or death. Uh, also, don't personalize your failures. Uh, if you're doing your best, it's probably not all you. Uh, you can't uh, uh, you, you can't catastrophize situations. Uh, catastrophizing is dangerous. You can't turn molehills into mountains uh, or magnify negatives. Uh, and also, try not to uh, reason emotionally. Be like Spock, right? Think logically. Think through oh. these patterns logically. Star Trek coming right I had out to bring it you. in. I had to bring Spock. it in somewhere, right? Um, and then uh, don't discount the positives, right? Keep track of the positives as well. It doesn't do you any good to, to count your losses. Uh, think about those positives. Think about those positive things. Dwelling uh, is something that just allows us to cop out and it allows us to give up. You should be asking yourself if your negative thoughts are helpful, is this going to create a better outcome? If not, you know, it's okay to live with it. It's okay to, to experience those negative thoughts. But if they're not helpful, if it's not going to create a better outcome, reset, flip that coin again. Uh, and ultimately, just be the best you that you are capable of being. Give yourself some grace and approach all things with gratitude. Copious. Copious notes. Ooh. All right, guys. Uh, look, this has been fantastic. If you're listening and you have not rated us on iTunes, please go uh, give us a review on iTunes, rate us on iTunes, and get this podcast in front of your friends and family members, anybody who can benefit. Uh, it looks like Oliver is just your dying thinking. to say something. Change your thinking. And go leave us a review. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Uh, if you do have questions for us, ideas for future podcasts, send us an email to podcast at youngcoe.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Tim. Thanks, Thanks Tim. Thanks, Tim.